You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker. I'm the owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln. And I'm coming to you today with another message of hope, health, and wholeness. And we want that for each and every one of you today. We want hope. Number one, God created you to heal. That's your default state. If God designed you and God designed the world and created the world, then there's nothing that he can't overcome. So number one, giving that power back to our creator. Number two, for health. Health, we can't do anything without our health. I've talked to patient after patient who wishes that they could do more for the community, that they could give back more, that they could give more to their family, but because of their health problems, they can't do what they want to do. Just understanding that your health is your most valuable position, that it's our, one of our most sacred trusts, that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that God calls us to be better. And then wholeness. You know, God wants us to be whole. Health, by definition, is a state of 100% optimal function and healing across all components of life, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And so we need all of those key components today. And just remember that it starts with your mindset. You know, you know in Romans 12, 1 and 2, Paul says to the church in Rome, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And do you think God wants you to be sick? Do you want? You think God wants you to be tired? Do you think God wants you stuck on your couch, not able to get out there and serve in the soup kitchen or volunteer at church or go on the next mission trip or start that organization that's going to give back to the homeless or give food to those that can't put it in their mouth. You, you think he doesn't want you to do that prison ministry? Do you think he wants you to have type two diabetes or heart disease or cancer? No, God does not want those things for you. God did not design those things for his people. Those are consequences of living life poorly, of violating the laws and principles that he designed that govern health. And what are those laws and principles? Well, number one, we have to start with your mindset. The things that happen between our ears are either going to be our biggest help in becoming healthy and well and accomplishing those things that God's designed for us, or it's going to be the biggest obstacle in getting there. What you think is the truth. The lens through which you see the world is the truth for you. But if you change the things you look at, the things you look at change. The way that you view the world, if you take it from an optimistic lens versus a pessimistic lens, completely changes everything. If you view certain people as villains, they become villains in your life. You create that out of what you put through your head. And so guard that. And more importantly, in that process, and James says, guard your tongue. Because what you say actually builds neural synapses that build new neurons, that create new pathways, that make it more true within you. And so if you think a certain way, that's that's one thing. But if you then say it, it makes it more true for you. Number two is recognizing the role of your nervous system inside of your health. This is a law. When God designed us and he breathed that breath of life into us at conception and it started to form and duplicate and replicate into this living, loving, thinking clay that's sitting here on the opposite side of a radio or a podcast or, or you know, a YouTube video, you know, whatever, wherever it is, you know, God 
created that out of nothing. It was literally just two cells. And first it formed a single cell. And out of that, it grew a brain. Brain was the first thing formed. Out of this brain, it grew this little tail called a spinal cord. And off of that spinal cord grew these little branches called nerves. And at the end of every nerve sprouted little fruits called organs and cells and tissues to support those organs. And that formed into this living, loving, thinking clay that can walk and talk and has this innate intelligence that tells the heart when to beat, tells the lungs when to breathe, tells a cut on your hand or your leg how to heal. And it's just incredible how it does that. And it does it without us thinking about it because innately we already know how to do that. And that same intelligence that does all those things continues to animate us and continues to control us, except when it's interfered with. You can cut through the brainstem and immediately that innate intelligence, it goes away. That's our soul. It goes to heaven or it goes wherever God's calling it to based off of how we've lived our life and what decisions and choices we've made, whether to follow the Savior or not. But that's incredibly rare to cut through the brainstem or to separate that intelligence in the heart. Let's say we cut through all the nerves going to the heart by cutting through them. The heart's going to stop and we're going to die. But that's, that's so rare because that system is completely encased in bone. The skull surrounds and protects our brain. The spinal column and each individual vertebra surround and protect your brainstem, your spinal cord, and each of the nerve roots as they exit off. And it has a normal position. When it's straight up and down from the front with three 45-degree curves from the side, your nervous system is perfectly protected. But when that gets out of alignment by even two millimeters or two degrees, that's enough misalignment and enough disruption in your central nervous system to decrease the signal by as much as 60% going through that nerve root. If that's disrupted by even 40%, that's enough to create a symptom. But even 2% is enough to disrupt the function to start making organ cells and tissues malfunction. And that malfunction ends up building disease over time. When that happens, it ultimately is one of the biggest interferences to our health, but it's also one of the most sinister things to our health. Because like I said, it has to decrease by 40% for us to feel it. Problem comes when we start to look at the world through this lens of feeling. You know, this mindset of feeling is one of our biggest obstacles in our healthcare system. This healthcare system is failing, and it's one that looks just at diagnoses. Diagnoses based off of symptoms, based off of how we feel. If all we do is base our health off of how we feel, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Heart disease takes 20 years to build actively to the point where you can feel it. The number one most common symptom of heart disease that we feel is the heart attack 63% of the time. That's the first symptom and 50% of the time you don't wake up from that first heart attack. Cancer, number two cause of death in the United States last year, over 600,000 deaths. If you wait till you feel it, you've had it for 20 years at 10 years cancer is considered lethal. And so we know we don't wait for that. We go get our colonoscopy or PET scan, our mammogram, CT scan, MRIs, even by our best test, cancer takes eight years of growing before it's detectable. We can't wait until we feel it. Even the medical community is ill-equipped to deal with it, but we know that cancer is at least 95% lifestyle preventable. We know that heart disease is mostly if not completely lifestyle preventable and oftentimes reversible. But we have to be proactive instead of realize. We also have to go back to the definition of health and no definition of health defines health as the presence or absence of symptoms. Health is a state of 100% optimal function and healing and it's your nervous system 
that controls that. So take care of it. Chiropractors are the only doctors that are trained in the wellness and the function of your central nervous system. All the other medical doctors out there, as much as they know, they're trained in the treatment of the symptoms of that other than surgeons. Surgeons will go in and they'll remove interference to the central nervous system, but they'll do so only in emergency situations. Let's not wait until the emergency to get there. Let's focus on the function. Let's focus on the health. The third law and principle that governs health is nutrition. Your body requires certain nutrients to live. The ones that it can't make on its own are called essential essential micronutrients, whether that's an essential fatty acid, an essential amino acid, an essential uh, protein, an essential uh, micronutrient like a vitamin. Vitamins are often those essential micronutrients that we can't create on their own. Uh, things like vitamin A, vitamins, all your B vitamins, C, D, E, K, those are micronutrients that we can't create on our own. Our body needs those and it needs them in levels that the FDA is just now starting to realize they've recommended too little of, that our food supply is deficient in, that, you know, since the 1930s, that, you know, a head of broccoli has 70% less nutrient density in it than it did back during the Great Depression, when people were struggling to get enough food in their bodies, enough calories in their bodies, they were getting far more nutrients, and therefore functioning at a higher level, even while they were dying of starvation. And so we're seeing higher levels of diseases that are based off of these symptoms, based off of these deficiencies. And so we need to get those nutrients in. But how do you get it? How do you get it most efficiently? Well, you have to get it through real food. Oftentimes the real food doesn't have enough in there though. So there's a certain level of supplementation that has to happen as well. But if we can get that from real food, our body's going to absorb and digest and assimilate that much better and support the health of the nervous system through that. Number four, we have to get enough movement. Uh, our bodies require oxygen. The only way to get enough blood to carry that oxygen to every cell, tissue, and organ in your body is through exercise. Now, a lot of cultures, the cultures that live the longest, they get that exercise through what they do on a daily basis. They don't have to go and get a gym membership to get that. But we live a very sedentary life here in the US. And so while I would love to tell everybody to go back to the farm and be a farmer, fact of the matter is that most of us can't afford those jobs. Yeah, they, they pay too little. That being a, a farmer is basically subsistence living, that you the farm supports itself. And then to live your life, you have to go and get a second job unless you know, you're one of these big corporations, the corporate farms. So if you're, if you're going to do better for yourself, then you have to take one of these computer jobs, one of these sedentary jobs. So then we do have to work out. We do have to create a routine that is more active, that promotes that oxygen flow to every organ, cell, and tissue in your body. And we see that diseases just fall away when you start getting oxygen to these cells that our bodies are designed to heal, that, that they are designed to heal, they are designed to function when we give them what they need. And then the last essential, the last law and principle of life is this toxicity. You know, this, these toxins that we surround ourselves with, you know, the, the things that we put in our clothes, these, these basically petroleum-based products that actually leach into our skin, the things that we spray on our foods, you know, just even conventionally raised fruits and vegetables have a certain level of cadmium that's toxic to the human body and creates, you know, the, these very negative health responses. And so making sure that we're getting clean foods, making sure that we're getting natural products for our skin, that you know all these things that are in our, our, our soaps and our lotions, that are carcinogenic, known carcinogens, known cancer causers, that we're keeping those out. 
those are the those are the five essentials as we know them. Now we also have to get enough water. We have to get enough sleep. We have to get enough rest. You know, we have to live with a healthy work life balance. And maybe it's not a balance. Maybe it's seasons that end up balancing out where we give and put our energy into certain projects and and passions. You know, but it's all as God leads and living this life in community and creating a community of health and wellness. And so we're doing that this Saturday in our masterclass. And some of you have emailed me already and have asked for information on how to sign up for these. Some of you want to be there in person. Some of you want to participate online. I'm asking for a six week commitment if you're going to participate in this class so that you can get everything out because this is a deep dive into the human immune system and how it responds to bacteria and how it responds to viruses and how it responds to cancer and how to prime it so that it's not fighting off an illness but defeating a virus or bacteria before it's allowed to set in and take hold because that's how God designed us. We're designed to be healthy and well. And if you're ready to be healthy and well, then join us this Saturday. Send me an email, drjake at goodlifefamilychiropractic.com, and I'll give you the information on how to sign up for this. I'll send you an invite on Facebook and make sure that you can tune in as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm Dr. Jake Tucker. We're here every weekday morning at 930 on KCRO and every weeknight afternoon at 1015. Join me again tomorrow for another episode of Ask Dr. J.